Within the Transformation Leaders Hub, we host weekly roundtable sessions and share proven techniques, templates and approaches, all aimed to help you in your change and transformation career or consulting business. In this series of bonus episodes of the Transformation Leaders Podcast, we are delighted to share these world-class basics with you. Let's get right into the session now. Okay, well, thank you very much for, for joining. Um, as I said, the, uh, the very first of these weekly roundtables um, in something that we've started to call the 1% Club. Uh, and the 1% Club, the background to it is, I suppose it was Sir Dave Brailsford, uh, who was the um, UK cycling head uh, for many years, uh, um, coined the phrase many years ago. And it was about marginal gains, the concept of marginal gains. Um, and what we're looking to do as part of Transformation Leaders Hub over every week now moving forward is each week we cover a different subject, which will be a marginal gain. Um, but if you look to apply it and, and look to uh, integrate it within your daily activities, hopefully it will help you to build um, uh, greater success in your, in your change and transformation career. Um, so it is just looking at little tweaks, little things that you can integrate into your daily activities that will hopefully make a slight difference and, and help you uh, build your, your career in the future. So without further ado, let me uh, very briefly um, share my screen um, and take you through the five ways to leverage your LinkedIn profile to attract more opportunities. The five areas that we're going to cover, number one is getting the basics right in your profile. There's three key areas. Um, that I think are critical um, to, to get right in your, your profile because these are the first things that people see when they are uh, looking for you, when you are um, uh, when you put any comments upon um, on, 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 any, on anything on LinkedIn. These, these are the first three things that people see. So it's critical that you get them right. Uh, number two is now looking at the about you um, aspects and introducing the principle of ADA. Um, and why that is important and um, how you can integrate that within your profile. Number three, looking at your experience. Uh, and a lot of people utilise the experience piece. It's almost a cut and paste from the CV. Um, and, and I'll explain, in my opinion, why that doesn't really work that well and how you can maybe adapt it to, to, to make it a little bit more interesting and a little bit more focused to open up opportunities for you moving forward. And, and actually, what I'm going to tell you on that is equally applicable into your CV, in, in my opinion. Number four, we'll start looking at engagement uh, and being clear about who you're talking to um, and why that is important. Uh, and finally, we'll move into um, consistency. Um, just one sec, someone else is joining. So moving to, uh, into consistency, getting your rhythm right and, and, and how you can measure your progress moving forward within within LinkedIn and, and, and making sure that you are doing the things that are, are, are going to attract and open up opportunities for you. So any any questions on any of those before I um, go into, into detail on the first one? No? Okay, let's move forward then. So looking at uh, um, the profile, and, and I, I've just put this picture up, which is my profile. Um, so, I, so I didn't embarrass anybody else. I'm not for one minute saying this is perfect. It's not, but it's just bringing out 
some of the aspects um, that I think are important um, in, in the three areas that uh, we're going to cover. Um, and fundamentally, if you, if you remember, this is the first, this is the top screen. This is above the, above the fold in marketing terms, what people see when they click on your profile. So it's important that you get these, these three elements right. The first one is your image. Um, and all too often, um, I don't know about you, but when you look, some people don't have an image on at all. And it's like, well, what are you trying to hide? Some people, you can't actually see them because there's so much background noise. Um, and again, you people want to connect with people. That's what we do. That's our standard way. So make your picture, look into the camera, uh, look out at the person, you know, smile, because people always get attracted to people who are smiling. And, 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 and cut out all of, the, all of the noise behind you. Try to have a blank um background um and again you know if, if you if, if you can put those sort of three things in, in into into place then people will start to get a little bit more um uh, attracted to you and and start to look at your at your profile can, can, sorry there's a bit of background noise i think someone's moving so moving around so can, can we just go on to mute um that's it it's gone now brilliant thank you um, the second um, aspect is your headline. Um, all too often, uh, people rely just on the default. It's program manager at the company that you're working with, um, and, and which is fine. But you know, people will see that you're program manager or transformation director or whatever if, when they start to look down your, your profile. Um, but what this is uh, a real opportunity um, is to really focus upon a clear message. What I would, what I would term an ele your elevator pitch. It's it's the message that you want to get across. So, and, and within that message, who do you work with? What do you do? And what's the benefit? And again, I'm not for one minute saying that that's um, perfect, but it, it starts to tell that I work with executive teams. I help them deliver successful change and transformation, and and I then also bring in this that that I sort of lead this uh, global community of change and transformation leaders. <clears throat> It's important because everywhere you appear, any comment that you make on LinkedIn, that or a part of that headline is what people see. So if you can get the message across in the right way and, 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 and target the people that you want to talk to, then you know people start to get attracted to you and will click on your profile and start to look down. And then the third bit um, that, I, that I briefly want to cover off is the banner. Um, and all too often, people just ignore this. Um, you know, it's it's really simple to uh, to to, uh, to to use this this uh, this banner, uh, and you can put whatever you want in there. Um, there's um, there's a simple tool on Canva.com. Um, if you've not come across it, I'll I'll show you in a second. Um, that have got lots and lots of templates, but again, it's. It's your opportunity. This is your sort of advertising um, piece, really. It's your opportunity to put in there something that say tells people what you're all about. Um, being critical of mine, I think it's not that clear. It, it tells you what I'm doing, but it's not that clear who I do it to. Um, I'm missing the opportunity to put um, a call to action or my telephone number or my email address. I've got the uh, I've got the um, uh, website addresses, but I could, it could be a lot better in, being, in, in, in giving people the opportunity 
to really understand who I am, what I do, how I can help them, and how to get in touch with me. That's the sort of messaging that you, you if you can, you could put into the banner. So Canva, you've got a real opportunity here. It's a, there's a paid for service, but there's a free service, uh, canva.com. And if you go into, um, when you click in, um, into templates, um, you will see here LinkedIn banners. Um, and when you go down um, on with Canva, when it comes up, you, you've got a whole range of different um, templates that you can use. Um, there's hundreds of them. Um, and it is simply a case of then um, clicking on one, whichever you choose, customize this template. And then you've got the ability to, when it comes up, it's going slow today. Uh, you've got the ability to change the, um, the color, change the wording, change the imagery, and you've got all these photographs that you can use. Um, you can upload your own, um, different text styles, everything. There's so many variations that you can do. Really, no one should have any excuse, and it's completely free resource. So really, you've got no excuses to have a completely blank banner on, 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 the, on the top of your LinkedIn profile. Does anybody else use that? Just out of interest whilst I'm um, swapping over again. No? So it's a really good resource. There's, there's loads of things in, in Canva, and I would definitely encourage you to, uh, uh, to, to go and have a, have a look at it. Very powerful. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I use it a lot for, for different social media um, uh, imagery. Um, it's, it's a really, really powerful resource. And, and, and I think even, even the paid for one, which frees up a lot of um, um, additional services, is, is a tenner a month. It's not massive expensive, um, but you can get a, a, a massive amount just from the, from, from, from the free one. So let's move on. So that's, that's the profile, three things that I think you need to, to focus in on. Um, the second area that we want to cover is the About You page. And again, I've just taken a, a, a screenshot of, of mine again not for one minute saying this is best practice, but I'm, I'm just using it to give you an example of, of what I mean. Um, and, the, and, and aid has been around for many, many years. It's been, it's, it's been integrated into marketing for you know, 20, 30 years. I think it was when I was in the bank that I first came across it, but it's, just, it's, it's, it's as true now as it's ever been. Um, and, the, and the principle is um, on any advertising or any medium or any email that you send, the first thing that you've got to do is grab people's attention. Yeah, because, you know, if you think about it, when you CV, if you're putting your CV forward for a role or if, if you're doing any marketing, you know, people get lots and lots of stuff. They get lots of CVs to look at. The first thing you've got to do is grab their attention because until you grab their attention and stop them, They'll just keep they'll just keep flow, uh, you know moving on and 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 going on to the next one. Um, so I try to do that by saying, okay, here's a statement about change and transformation. You know that you know massive amount of change initiatives fail. So you know, it grabs the attention if they're interested in change and transformation. Yeah. The next thing to do is grab their interest um, because you grab their attention. So you effectively you stop them in the tracks. But now you've got to build their interest um, so that they start to read down. So I, I do that by asking this question and, and trying to engage with them to sort of uh, dreadful statistics, aren't they? 
And then once I've once I've grabbed them, grabbed their attention, and started to build their interest, because then they, if they agree with me that it's dreadful statistics, hopefully they're now starting to think, oh, okay, what, what's he what's he going to talk about now? Is he going to tell me about X Y Z? So it's just trying to build that interest level up. Um, once you've got their interest, you've got to start to build a desire to engage with you. So I then start to say, you know, I've, I've worked for many years in helping organizations through change and transformation, some that have failed and some that have succeeded. So again, a bit of interest there. It's like, okay, he, mu he must know what's the difference between success and failure in change and transformation. And can he bring that to, to the party in, discussion, in, in discussions with me? Um, and, and, and then as I go down, I'm starting to give them an understanding of, oh, sorry, an understanding of what I do um, to um, what I do to um, um, help them overcome those uh, those challenges that they'll, they'll face when they're driving through change and transformation. And then the final aspect of Ada is help them to take action. Um, you encourage them to take action. So the, you know, again, mine's not brilliant because all I've said is is a link to the website. If you've got stuff that you can give them to um, um, where they can um, get, you know, get a um, something that you can share with them, some help guides, anything like that, it may be better to have a link that they can go to a website and download that in Exchange email, uh, Exchange email for some for, for some information. But again, it's just trying to get them engaged. Lower down um, on my profile, I put my contact information in, um, mobile number, email address. So again. There's some. Um, there's a way for them to engage with me immediately if, if they want to. Um, but it's just trying to get a structure to that uh, way. Again, a lot of people almost just put the cut, cut and paste the profile piece or the summary piece from the CV into this. There's there's a I can't remember exactly how many characters, but there's a couple of thousand characters that you've got there. So it's it's re it's really good real estate. So if you can use it, use it to your advantage. The, the, the third aspect of LinkedIn that I think we can really start to leverage is your experience um, and your and, and projects. Depending upon how you structure it, um, you, there's, there's two parts where you can put your experience in. You can put it in under experience, um, uh, which tends to be linked to specific companies. Um, but if you're a freelancer, you might want to put it in projects. Or if you're a consultant, you might want to put it in projects. Um, but within how, which, whichever area you put it within LinkedIn, the key is to tell a story because we, we all love stories. Um, and, you know, if, if you think about it, from a very early age, we've been told stories. We've been engaging with people through stories and, and stories help to um, create vision uh, uh, in, in our minds. So, so it, it let's utilise that natural ability of ours to, to pick up a story and run with it in the way that we describe what we do and what we've done. So again, utilize the ADA principle. So can you attract them, um, grab their attention, build their interest, build their design, drive action? But adopt like a case study approach. Now, again, going back to my banking days, we, 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 we utilized what, we, what was termed the STAR principle, and many people have used it. But for the experience and projects, I think it's really useful. So what was the situation that you found when you started to engage with the client, the project, um, the, the organization? 
what task were you asked to, to, to undertake? What specific actions were, did you take? And what were your results? And, and really emphasize the results and the value that you delivered. Because fundamentally, whether you're going for a permanent job, whether you're going for a contracting job, whether you're going for a consultancy gig, the client, the organization, the employer is not interested in what you do and how you do it. They're interested in the value that you can deliver, the outcome that you can deliver. So if you focus your experience and your projects upon the value that you've delivered with similar organizations, that again will elevate you to, to, to a higher plane within uh, when, when people are, uh, are comparing individuals, especially in, a, in, a, in an interview type of uh, situation. The fourth area that we want to cover is, is, is engagement. When, when, you, when, when you engage, whatever that format is, whether or not it's putting a post up, whether it's commenting upon people, on other people's posts, whether it's writing an article, be clear about who you're talking to. Uh, and why I say this is that um, the more you can niche down in terms of um, understanding the people that you want to work with and the people that you feel you can add most value to, the more you can start to really talk to them. You can really start to adopt their language um, and by adopting, talking to them and adapting and adopting their language, you start to appear to them, you start to be appear to be like them. And people always like to work with people that are like them. And so, you know, it's um, it's counterintuitive a lot of the times that, you know, LinkedIn is such a vast um, uh, arena, 660 million people. So I want to publicize and, and, and tell people that as many people as possible as uh, what I can do. But in reality, you know, the more you can niche down and focus on the people that you really want to work with, the more chance you've got of hitting, the, hitting them at the right time um, with the right messages. And they can then put the hand up and say, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in talking to you, Tony. Can you come in and help me to do X, Y, Z? Um, and post relevant materials um, and use hashtags. Um, they, they, there's lots of hashtags around there. You can create your own, but there's there's lots of regular ones. So if, again, if you want to focus in on social housing organisations or cryptocurrency, use a, a relevant hashtag because once you've got that, then some people search LinkedIn on on hashtags, and again, you'll you'll come up. And by coming up with your uh, with your comments or with your with your post, they then see your picture, they see your headline, and then they start to engage. And comment and add value. Uh, the critical part of this is adding value. A, a lot of people, um, um, when people have been in jobs for um, uh, three years, you get a notification that such and such a body's three-year anniversary, and they just put in uh, happy anniversary or happy birthday or whatever. If you can engage with them a little bit more so that you stand out, it's it's always better. And again, if you're making comments upon something, don't just say great post. Explain why you think it's a great post. It's a great opportunity to really start to, to hone in and, 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 and work with people that you want to work with. And finally, consistency. There's always a, um, um, a big challenge with people in terms of how frequently should you post? You know, should you be posting five times a day? Should you be posting one time a day? Doesn't really matter. The, the crit, in my opinion, the critical thing is get consistency. So 
don't go and do 10 posts one day and then nothing for the next five days. It's far better to do a post a day or a post every other day or a comment every other day. Uh, but get get some sort of consistency in um, and do different things. So stay active um, on, a, on, a, on a consistent basis, but post maybe one or two days a week. Comment um, on other people's posts one or two days a week. Make sure that you're viewing people. Um, because there's quite a lot of robots out there now and, and, and technologies that will come out and, and go in and post things. And LinkedIn work that out, they suss that out. So if, if, if all you're doing is posting and commenting and, and, and liking, they start to think that you're, that you're, that you're a bot, um, especially if you're just doing standard type of, of comments. So the more you can be personal and the more you can be very, very focused, and do some viewings and adding value, the more it demonstrates that you're not a robot, you're, you're, you're a real person. Um, and, and, and what LinkedIn have created is this social selling index. Um, and there's a, there's a link here. Um, everyone has it. Um, and it's almost a way that LinkedIn sort of say, um, how active are you? Um, what type of things do you get involved in? Um, you know, are you, um, and, and, and then they almost give you that score and, and compare you with um, across, the, across the LinkedIn community, uh, within your industry, within your network. Um, uh, and they look at these four, four components. So have you established your professional brand? So again, that goes back to the headline, the uh, imagery, your experience, your project, and, and completing your profile as much as possible because they like completeness. Do, um, do you find the right person? So this is about going viewing people and going engaging with people. And is there a consistency in that in terms of who you are um, 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 connecting with? If you're just going around scattergun type of approach, then you'll probably score slightly less in there. But fundamentally, if you can be a little bit more clever in, in who you approach and what you do in that approach, then you'll start to score high in there. Are you engaged with insights? Um, so again, if all you're doing is, yeah, great post, thanks, Tony. It's not really adding anything, is it? But if you're uh, engaging and explaining why you think it's a great post and, and introducing a, a, a slightly a different perspective, that's where you'll start to, to, uh, to, to, to get high score there. And, and are you actively building relationships um, and, and how are you going? How are you doing that? If it's just a sending a connection request, getting a, getting a response, sending a thank you and then trying to sell, you'll probably be, be scored down. If it's connection request, engaging, slowly building up those relationships, that's where your stats is go high. I sort of see this move up and down probably every two to three weeks. It's not, as far as I'm aware, it's not instantaneous, um, but you, if, if you track it over a period of time, you can actually start to see the movement. So those are the five things. So as again, as I said, the three things on your profile, um, really focusing in um, and trying to grab attention, um, and uh, building interest, building desire, and, and, and having that call to action. Very much about experience, about focusing on the value that you can deliver. Um, to a very niche uh, group of people and talking their language. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, talk, yeah, uh, and really talking to them and getting uh, focusing on 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 their issues and their challenges. 
and then getting that consistency, getting your rhythm right. The key thing here is that, although that sort of looks like it's a process, if you do all five of them on a consistent basis, that's where you really start to get those massive um, marginal gains and your, uh, your SSI score will, uh, will go through the roof. Excellent. Well, thank you very much and um, look forward to seeing you in future. I trust that you found this special edition of the Transformation Leaders podcast of interest. We intend to release a new episode every week. If you'd like to get to know more about the Transformation Leaders Hub and see how you can benefit from joining a community exclusively for those working in change and transformation, click on the link in the show notes. If you're interested in building and scaling a consulting business to seven or eight figures, take our simple assessment and get a personalized report highlighting those areas where you need to focus. Again, see the link in the show notes. We look forward to welcoming you into the community very soon.